Before we start the show, I want to thank the thousands of you, the thousands who have read This Book Will Make You Dangerous. Many of you have told me that the book's unique way of exploring fear, confidence, and purpose has had a lasting impact, that it's much easier for you to get clarity and direction about what really matters and what you want to do in this lifetime. It's also amazing to hear that quite a few of you have read it multiple times and even bought copies for friends, so thank you again. Just in case you weren't aware, I created a free companion video course for the book. And in these videos, I walk you through the big takeaways and practices from each chapter. And I even cover some extra stuff that's not included in the book. Information on how to access the course is in newer versions of the book. And if you own an older version of the book and you don't know how to access the course, just hit me up via the contact form at triplinear.com and we'll get you all set up. And one last thing, if you're one of the thousands who have already read the book, please consider leaving an honest review on Amazon so that others can decide if it's right for them. Again, thank you so much for reading. This book will make you dangerous. And now let's start the show. You are listening to the new man beyond the macho jerk and the new age wimp. Your host is men's coach, Trip Lemire. What's really killing your motivation? Is there more to life than making money or being exceptional? And why do so many fathers and husbands forget how to feel alive? Today, we're gonna discuss how to rebuild our inner fire and why too much of a good thing is not a good thing. Let's talk about something I hear from a lot of guys, especially those that are married or have kids. It's the type of thing that starts out with a ho-hum feeling and eventually has us wondering why our days feel rather meaningless or pointless. It's the type of thing that has us wonder what's wrong, even though we should be grateful for what's going well. It's the type of thing that has us feeling stuck on a hamster wheel. I was on a call with a client today and he's been fortunate. He's built a small business that allows him to make decent money and have a lot of freedom with his time. He's fortunate that he's able to spend a lot of time with his family too. But in the last couple of years, he's been asking himself deeper questions like, what the hell am I really doing with my life? What's this all for? And why am I not motivated to level up or do more? His work has felt empty. He's been struggling to find motivation. And even though he has a business that so many others would love to have, privately, he feels like he's just pushing a boulder up the hill. His big concern is that he can't sustain this way of working for years to come. And so when I asked him what he thought he would need to do to pull himself out of this rut, he mentioned a few ideas. His first theory was that he just needed to make his work more impactful to others. He was hoping that by making his work more meaningful, he might make it more tolerable. That's not a bad idea. Another theory was that he'd be motivated if he set out to make a shit ton of money. I'm talking about, he, he was hoping that if he stashed enough cash so that he and his future grandchildren would be, quote, set for life financially, then that would somehow flip the switch inside. He was hoping that everlasting comfort and security would light his fire again. And then his last theory was to do work that would last for generations to come. He was hoping that if he did 
really important work that would be important to many, many other people, you know, and have an airport named after him, you know, something that would raise his status, that that would get him out of his rut. So let's talk about what we're left with here. We're talking about greater meaning, security, comfort, and status. Now, those are interesting ideas, and those ideas drive many, many others to create great wealth and great status. But for my client, when we looked at his actions compared to what he said, he, we could see that greater comfort and security and status just weren't huge motivators. They only motivated him up to a certain point. Now, he was familiar with my book, This Book Will Make You Dangerous. And so we went through the checklist of things that drive us beyond our need to, quote, survive. And in a nutshell, after a certain level of comfort, security, and acceptance are established, then whether we know it or not, what we truly want are a set of internal experiences instead of external outcomes like money or being a hotshot. And I invite you to check out the book to see how this all adds up. It goes into it much deeper. But for now, let's just talk about these essential internal experiences. First up is freedom. Freedom is essential to our deep sense of well-being. And in many ways, my client had a degree of freedom with his business. He had a ton of flexibility to do as he pleased throughout his day. And so with regards to this particular topic, we considered that box checked. Next up is love. My client was very fortunate to have a very loving, caring family and some, and some really good friends. And so we checked that box too, which brought us to the next essential experience. When it came to aliveness, my client had a big fat donut. When I asked him what had him feel alive, he could only list activities and interests that he used to engage in many years ago, which meant that when I asked him what made his life and work engaging and immersive now, he had nothing. Hmm. Enjoyment, feeling lit up, feeling engaged. This stuff wasn't even on his radar anymore. And like so many of us, he had prioritized being a good husband and father. And so creating comfort and stability had come to dominate his choices and options, which unfortunately meant that he had forgotten how to do the things that kept his fire inside alive. And this meant that his business would continue to decline because deep down, he didn't really care. Losing his fire inside meant that his marriage would eventually suffer because he was bringing a shell of himself to his wife. And losing his fire meant that his children would grow up watching their father go through life on autopilot. This is what kills our peace of mind. That's not good. Life's too short for this shit. Bottom line, we can't let our drive to create comfort and stability kill our fire inside. Feeling alive is essential to having a thriving profession, marriage, and family. Even with a high degree of comfort, security, love, and flexibility, without a core sense of aliveness, we will never experience peace of mind. And that's because aliveness is the key to our experience of flow. It's the key to that experience where every cell in our body yells, yes, this is why I'm on the freaking planet. Aliveness is not a goal we put on a vision board. It's not something we can measure in a bank account. It's a felt sense. It's a deep knowing, and it's a fire to build. So let's talk about how do we build that fire. We start by challenging the idea that we always need to be comfortable. We always need to be certain, or we always need to be looking good. We start by challenging the idea that we always need to play it safe. We start by considering that maybe just a little bit of what seems to be dangerous to our precious egos is exactly what we need to open us up to what makes our work, our relationships, and our lives worth living. 
The good news is that we can reconnect with what has us feel alive. We don't have to get divorced. We don't have to buy a red sports car. We don't have to start dating a Hooters waitress, you know, unless that's kind of your thing. We don't have to go back in time and act like morons, nor do we have to wait until we've crossed some magical finish line to give ourselves permission to finally enjoy ourselves either. Building our fire, inviting aliveness into our lives, this takes effort. It requires us to lead our lives, which means we've got to tap into our sense of authority. We can't sleepwalk through this stuff. Instead of bitching and complaining, we've got to ask ourselves what we want. So here's my challenge for you. If you find yourself tolerating the same old safe routine with your wife, then ask yourself, what would I rather be doing with her instead? And I can imagine what your first response would be, but think of some other things. If you want to feel alive, then speak up, make a proposal, make a request. Even if you miss the ball, at least you're in the game. Keep going. If you find yourself tolerating the same old safe routine with work, then ask yourself, what would make this more exciting? And again, make a proposal, make a request. Even if it's just with yourself, break out of the monotony and start throwing spaghetti at the wall. And if you are with others, chances are you're not the only one who's sick of the routine. So get co-creative. And if you're sick of expecting yard work or cleaning the garage to light your fire, then try connecting with other men. Chances are they're going to resist because they're stuck in their own need to constantly provide comfort and certainty for their family. But hit them up anyway. You don't have to get drunk or do anything destructive. Just invite them to get out of that routine and try something new. We're just dipping our toe in here. But I want to make a point that by making attempts to start a fire, we'll find ourselves generating some heat. And we'll feel a deep sense of satisfaction that comes from knowing we're no longer tolerating the same old crap. Now, don't expect everything to suddenly flip into the fun zone. Like getting back into shape, it takes time and consistency to turn that spark into a fire. Be bold, be playful, and be willing to get over yourself. And you'll find that the process in and of itself can become rewarding. If you'd like to explore these ideas more, then check out my book, This Book Will Make You Dangerous, and visit triplinear.com if you'd like to learn more about coaching with me. Here's to greater freedom, aliveness, love, and peace of mind. If these interviews are helping you, please leave a positive review on whatever podcast app you use so that others can discover the show more easily.